Welcome to episode 144. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. Today's guest is the fabulous Keisha Franklin of Halden Interiors. Oh my God, my Long Island accent is coming out. Anyway, (laughs) interiors. Um, This is a very um, special episode to me because Keisha is such a beautiful person, has such a beautiful spirit, and is just always so upbeat, Um, has a beautiful family. I love her husband, super amazing. Her kids are wonderful. You know, she's just the picture of, of, of joy to me and I love when we have conversations because there's so much, um, there's so much joy there. There's so much love is what I want to say. Like, it's just easy to have a conversation with her and just talk about business and family and what's going on. But today's um, interview is really lovely because I finally get the chance to sit down with her in her showroom, in her office, which is absolutely beautiful, located on Bloomfield Avenue in Montclair, and just talk about, you know, the business, growing the business, expectations. You know, we talked about, you know, hiring young people and what that entailed and what that felt like and how that looked. Um, We talk about, you know, gleaning the right employees. Oh, and we definitely talked about her doing the Kip Space show house. Um, this is her first time and she was called by the big wigs to come aboard. So I'm just really excited for you to listen in. Um, she's just, she's just a great human being. Without further ado, here is Keisha Franklin of Halden Interiors. Hey, Keisha, thank you so much for joining me. I finally have Keisha Franklin of Alden Interiors, people. Hi, Gail. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get into it. Let me just say, first off, I'm in her lovely office. It is amazing. And um, yeah, it is. Well, I'll let her talk about it, but I'm sure she'll have an opening party or whatever, office party. Coming yes, soon. yes, coming, coming soon. soon. And then you can all see it then. But let's get into this. So how did you get into design? How did you start? So I've shared this story a few times. Um, I am a designer who kind of fell into interior design through a failed business. Okay. Um, My husband and I had the opportunity of knowing that the Barclays Center was coming to Brooklyn. Nice. Back in 2003. And someone approached us about opening up a bar lounge downtown nice. Brooklyn that would be exclusive to like players and, you know, right. attendees who would come to the Barclays Center. And so having a background at that time in event production, I was doing uh, corporate event planning. So I was doing like wow. huge events. 
some like celebrity type weddings, that whole sort of thing. I was like, okay, this is totally in my wheelhouse. And then my husband has a background in entertainment and music. So it <laughs> just, just a little felt, background. Just a little, little background. <laughs> a little background. So it, it just felt like this was a no brainer for us. However, what we did not, what we failed to realize was that starting a business of that magnitude had a lot of components in it that we just weren't prepared for. So I spent about almost two and a half years on this project. It was a four story um, property and we had started a, uh, a restaurant on the ground floor called Joya. It was an Asian fusion restaurant. And then the upper three floors was the lounge space with the top floor being like a private membership only access Ooh, spot. Love that. And so lo and behold, I'm designing, but I don't know that I'm designing. Right. I am an event planner. Right. right? Um, but I am clear about this vision for this space. So 2006 approaches and we're like, okay, this is like a money pit. We've got to get out. Mm -hmm. And I go to the architect who I was working with on the project. His name is Shanat Bodner. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And when I walked into his office, he says, Keisha, you know, I sit down and he says, you know, you ever thought about getting into interior design or architecture? And I was like, me? Like, what? Like, what do I know about this stuff? Right. And he turns the screen around and pulls up the plans, these uh -huh. renderings that we had designed, that I had designed. Right. And he was like, you are great to work with. He was like, I know this isn't your space, he says, but you had the sensibility, you knew what you wanted. He was like, I'm, it was easier to work with you than it has been in the past to work with right. others, right? right? Who are skilled right. Right. in this. So I was like, okay, maybe this is something that I need to explore. And when I went home and told my husband about it and my friends, they all were like, of course, like, what are you talking about? Right, right, this right. This is totally you. Design right. is your whole thing. And so I took a leap of faith. Um, I sat on it for a couple of years because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And not the pandemic. Oh, Lord. We're all in the pandemic because of the recession. Yes, 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 yes. in 2008. <laughs> and so um, I kind of, you know, shelved it for a little bit. But then I was working for the Thurgood Marshall College Fund um, Foundation. And the director at that time was moving from DC to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And he said, Keisha, I've been hearing you talking about you want to get into interiors. He was like, I'm moving into this new apartment. It's all yours if you want it. And he was my first client in 2009. And I never looked back. So that was that was the start of my now almost yeah 14 year wow. career in interior design. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about, because it's always important. Everybody thinks like what we do is fun and amazing as you take a deep breath. Let's talk about a lesson. What, what are, if not a few, give me one lesson that you learned that really just made you change the way you do business. Because what people don't realize is that when you go into this, they think it's all fun and games, but once you, and I always say it, cause you know, once you collect a check, you're in business Yeah, and you gotta be on point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say the lesson, especially because I didn't, um, 
I didn't go to school for this. It wasn't something I targeted, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't understand the stepping stones of being in interior design as a business mm-hmm. and then understanding kind of how you grow that business, right? So in the beginning, a lot of what I did, as we once would call passion project, every project was a passion project. <laughs> True. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, the house. Oh, I see all these ideas, these visions. Right. And so in essence, for a long time, more than I probably would like to admit, I felt like I was working for free. All because I was pouring so much into the project to make it great, thinking, okay, this is going to be the one. I'm going to get these photos, and it's going to be amazing, and then it's going to lead me to like this next big thing. And that doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way, right? You start to realize, to your point, that this is a lot of work, and you got to be compensated properly for the work. And even though I really love it, I can't love it in that way and it still be a viable business. And that was a hard space for me because I just wanted to do it. I wish I could have done it. I still do wish I could do it for free, Right. but I can't. And in order to grow, I had to make money because I needed help and I needed to bring someone on and I needed to restructure or just monies to make a get a website or right. business cards. I right. mean, where was all that money going to come from? Right. And so I would say that, you know, that was kind of the lesson that had to be learned over a course of time. Uh-huh. But it had come to a point where I was like, okay, I got to have the real money talk with this next client. Like, right. you can't do this out of just sheer excitement right. because the space is so amazing and because right. they're willing to let me do my thing. Um, but yeah, I would say that the only reason why I am now sitting in an office space is because I started to really look at it as a business and not just as this thing that I do passion. or know how to do the passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah the passion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that I think was the real, um, turning point in it being something that I know how to do mm-hmm. and do well into this being like a real structured business that people would start to take me serious as a designer. So let me ask you, how is it growing your business? And I'm not being disrespectful. I'm like, you know, going from, you know, like all of us, our home to now, Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to call it a storefront, an office, right? To hiring people to come on as your team. How has that been? And how are you ensuring that Holden Interiors look is at the forefront. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, It's strategy. I'm being strategic. Being here has been a strategic plan. Um, I worked out, I've only been here a year, so this is not something that I had set out to do very early on in my business, but I always knew that eventually it would happen. Mm -hmm. I knew that, again, one of those next stepping stones was that I had to pull it outside of my home. The thing about working at home and trying to elevate the business is that you're limited because it's still the privacy of your home, right? Right. So I would have sales rep that would want to come by and see me. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, the house needs to be like completely zhuzhed up or fixed up or, you know, or it was just a day where my son is at home with his friends and it just kind of felt like it it wasn't appropriate, right? right? Especially because... It wasn't like I was telling a lie. How right. I show up in my business is, is real. The right. work I'm doing is real. But my my business front 
um, wasn't in line. And mm-hmm. so I knew that if I wanted to continue to move in that luxury space, mm-hmm. I basically, and this is for me, it's not for everyone. No, I'm no, sure no, this is all you. Designers, yeah, yeah. high-end designers who probably still have the home office. And it wasn't like I had like a makeshift situation no, at my no. home. It was a real yeah. home office functioning. I had employees work out of there as well. Um, but eventually I knew that this was a move I needed to make. And I will say, out of any regrets, and I don't have a whole lot in my business, let me not call it, <laughs> but this has been one of the like best things I could have done. Oh. And more so for the personal, not even for the business. Mm-hmm. When I worked in, at home, I was a girl who's very disciplined working for so long. Like, right. You come and knock on my door at nine o'clock. I am dressed. I got my blush on. <laughs> you are ready to go. Hair is combed. Right. Because it's a business. It's a business, and I like I said, I would have employees come in. I've always had someone work with me from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, my first person I brought on was back in 2011. So I did kind of the solo thing for like two years, and then mm-hmm. 2011, my operations manager Shala mentor came on, and she's still with me today. So I'm really proud and happy to to say that um but the thing that the big benefit of this is that when i was home i worked 14 15 hour days yeah i would get up at nine yeah and be in that office till 1 a.m getting stuff done and i got a lot done you know i actually like worked right really effectively because all i did was work right but my personal life, me as a person, my self-care right. was... Suffers. Suffered. Yeah. Now, when I first got here, I would leave here at like 6 o'clock, 7, which is still a pretty long day. It is. But I would leave at that time and then go home and say, okay, I'm going to finish this at home. Right. But there was just something about closing this door and opening the door to my house that felt like there was a separation happening right. and I couldn't work. When I got That's home. beautiful because yeah. so many of us, yeah. like me, who work out of my home, mm-hmm. the disconnect, you don't, if you do it, there's some guilt there. Yes. And I was like, I, I just need to not do this today. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm closing the laptop. I'm going to straighten up my desk and me and my yeah. three dogs are going to go downstairs. We're going to go talk to my husband and have a conversation. And I'm with you about the guilt. Um, but honestly, it wasn't there. I don't know what it is. I can't really put it into words. I don't know what happened, the energy, the universe. I don't know. But from the time I would close this door, mm-hmm. like when I leave here, Feels I'm going to go home. And it's, it's like something happens on the drive home right. that just creates this disconnect. Now, of course, if I have a project deadline or something, then right. that's a little different. And truthfully, in that case, I may stay Right. till 9, 10, right. and then leave. It's just like, there's something about not taking it home that has been a huge blessing. Um, even now on the weekends, I was a person who would work weekends because it was right there. Now on the weekends, I literally have like a weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wait a minute, I'm like hanging out, I'm having a good time. So yeah, I think out of everything, the blessing with this, even with outside of what it may and continue to do for my business is what it has done for me personally. I love that. I love that. Um, Tell me about hiring people. What is that like? And what do you look for when you're hiring? So I'll share, I mean, 
we could talk for hours on that <laughs> part because I've gone through some things. But um, I will share how I'm how I got to where I'm at now, which is a really good space as far as the folks who I have on my team. So because you do have a great team, I do. I have, have a, a solid team. team, and it feels really good. Um, but I kind of got caught up into this space of like, okay, I got to hire. And forgive me if this gets any bad <laughs> reviews, but I was like, okay, I gotta hire young people. I gotta hire somebody young because they're fresh and they know and they're savvy about social media and they're Everyone like thinks immersed that. Right, in right, right, design right. and they're on their phones. And so I, in the last, I would say um, between 2019 and 2021, I was in young people hiring. And I went through three people in that two and a half, two year period. And it was a nightmare. Um, you know, just didn't have the focus, didn't have the passion, truthfully. Um, the work ethic. Felt more like the work ethic. Um, really felt like I'm here for a paycheck or I'm passing through. Right. You know, back when we got jobs, you it were was in something it. to be said if yeah. you if someone said I've been at this company for twenty years. Yeah. Young people today are like twenty years. Yeah. Like it's like oh my god you're like yeah. a dinosaur number yes. one <laughs> and you have absolutely no growth no forward thinking mind right. because to me I think they're in a spot too if you get one of them for five years that's a long that's like a lifetime to them <laughs> but in a business like ours. Right. Um, having a solid person like me sharing, having my operations manager who started out just as an assistant, now she has a title as operations manager, <laughs> right? Well, I'm moving on up. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, but for what is now 11 years she's with me, like, that's a real thing. And yeah. my business has benefited yeah. from that. Like, Loyalty is everything. Listen. People don't want to be loyal now. Yeah. Mm -mm. Just commitment. It's not even a loyal thing. Loyalty, See, loyalty and commitment is the same thing to me. Really? It is. I just, I just feel like you need to be steadfast in it. And I feel like every, the people that I've been interviewing, it's like they're in front of me, but they're also looking for what's next or something right. better. And okay, I'm just I like, get that. I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I, I can't, get that. I, I get that. Then yes, then I have been fortunate with her specifically to have commitment, loyalty, passion. And I think even more than that, what she saw in me before I saw it in myself. Mm -hmm. From the time she came on board, she treated me like a boss. And right. I didn't really know what that was, right. right? And so whenever I get an award, if there's anything celebratory in my business, she is the first that I think. Like legit, the first person that I think, even before my husband. Because oh, my wow. business would not be where it's at without her. So I do I feel that. like your team is super important um, in how you structure that. But in my failed attempts with the young people over the, you know, 2019 to 2021, right. I just had someone introduce me, said, you know, I actually the person, the last young person I hired quit like during a really critical time oh. in, in my business and in my personal life. And I was devastated. And going to a dinner event, I was sharing. Right. And someone there said, I got the perfect person from, for you. It's my sister-in-law. She doesn't have any um, experience in interior design. She comes with a fashion background. 
but she's again loyal, committed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's a beast when it comes to organization. Right. She's sharp. Blah blah blah. So I go and I meet this woman who is a grown grown woman, like right. in her late forties at right. the time, and. She was exactly what my business needed. I needed someone who was experienced. I needed someone who knew just about like life right. stuff. You right. know what I mean? Because it is applicable to yep. this business. It is very We're in real. people's homes, being able to be understanding, to know how to navigate, to see things before they see it. All of those things come with you being mature right and so you got young people in their early 20s they're still learning to be mature and and this business needs that and i'm not saying that there isn't a place for that energy um but what i needed in my business because i'm still very much passionate i lead with the creative what i need for me is structure and support and who knows how to get that email out? Right. Who's going to make sure they're on top of the sub, the contractors? Right. Who's going to be dealing with making sure appointments and updating clients and procurement and all that? And so that is the structure that I currently have. And I do want to expand that. Um, I see space now where I know I need to probably bring another solid creative uh-huh. in into the fold. But for now, between my project manager and my operations manager, we've got a ship that's running really, really well. And that, that has been awesome for, I'm excited for, for, my, for this growth process. Yeah. Good. Congratulations. I'm always you know, excited Thank for you cheering you on. <laughs> uh, lastly, let's talk about Kip's Bay. So you did Kip's Bay. I did. Your room was stunning. Was stunning because it's past. Yes. yes. Well, okay. Broke, I was like, I'm gonna be like, it, down. it has been dismantled as of today. I actually was there earlier today to take up the carpet. So yes, was was. Um, and how was that? It was great. I mean, to be honest, this was my first show house ever. I've never mm-hmm. done a show house before. I was terrified to be very. That's that's very real. That's real for I all was of terrified, us. Terrified, um, but I knew I couldn't say no. How do right. you say no, right? right. Um, the timing wasn't ideal, but that's how again, it always works. Right, it always works, <laughs> it that, always way, works right? that way. But luckily, again, because of the team that I have in place, they were like, "We've got this." Like we divvied up the responsibilities. Love Everyone it. knew what they needed to do. And that was how we were able to um, to approach it. And, you know, as far as the design, I was really torn. I mean, as a designer, I got like 5,000 different iterations of how I could make a room look amazing. Right. Right? right. So it was like, okay, well, which is the one that we pick? And I'm really, really happy that I went with my gut. You know, I, I will share that I've never designed a room in green before, even mm-hmm. if, even though it is my absolute favorite Isn't it? Color. It's mine too. Yes, I know that. <laughs> it's a, I know it's that a happy color. You. Um, people, even when my birthday, Christmas, they buy things for me that are green. Uh-huh. And But I've never designed a room. I've always either talked myself out of it or I talked the client out of it. But this time around, we landed on green and it was just like literally things just fell into place um i have been like overwhelmed with gratitude and thanks for how well the room was was received received. i mean in the press 
the attendees, how many people said that it was their favorite room, like yeah. sincerely yeah. sat there and wanted to know about the process and my thought on right. this particular approach and, and um, you know, the heart of the vine, right? right? Which is the name of it, the heart of vine. How did we come up with that? And just creating this really kind of like an experience that I think everybody connected with. And that's the thing about a show house that's tricky. You have 22 designers with 22 different styles and vision, and there's something for everyone. True. But it's really hard to create a space that almost everyone... It appeals to everyone. Yes, and yeah. I think we did that. No, and you I did. I wasn't expecting that. And the fact that that happened really like touched me. Like I was just like, wow. You know, and, and one other thing I would like to share about the show house experience that I wasn't expecting is that when you design a space for a client, you know it's going to be good because right. it's a collaboration. True. You're designing it for the client. True. So the outcome is going to be good. They're going to love it, right? When a magazine says, we also love it and we want to publish it, whether it be online or in print, then, okay, you know that they loved it and that's fine. But now the reader or, you know, the person who picks up the magazine and thumbs through the pages, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they love it or not, right? I just know that Elle liked it, House Beautiful liked it. Like, right. okay, great. Right, right, right. I don't know if their readers love it or not. But now you have this experience where the room is live and in color. Yeah. And everyone's reaction, response is happening in real time. And that pressure was serious. Like I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Because if they didn't like it, I think I would know. Like you could get people's reaction, but to see folks coming up the steps and going, you know, like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah. like was like, that's a beautiful so, thing. Oh my God. I, to have that response over and over that's and a beautiful over and thing. over again, I have to be honest. I think in many ways it boosted my confidence. As it should. In what I do. As it should. Yeah, it made me feel like, girl, you... You always got this. I, I, I mean, I'm, and I'm going to say this all the time. <laughs> I always say to you, you always, you've got this. But I can say it, you have to feel it. And correct. that's what's important. Correct, correct. And again, I think it goes back to how I got started, right? Mm -hmm. Is that you kind of like, oh, it's just, it's, it's what I do. And so... There's a, there's a little step down on the value, how we value it. It's like, oh, I just know. You know, it's like someone who cooks, right? And you're like, oh, I just threw this together. Yeah. And you're like, what? This is like Michelin star. Yeah, what yeah. What are you talking about, you know? <laughs> like you're having for us, little sidebar um, on dinner at Gail's. But, um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like you just kind of take it for granted. And you're like, oh, it's just this thing that I do. But Having that response over the last month of actually seeing people love it. The, I mean, I would go home at night and open up my phone and the DMs would just yeah. be like yeah. running down the page. And I was like, wow, people really love this. And having that experience was amazing. Like, uh, I, invaluable. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. That is amazing. It, it is so well-deserved. Um, your room was breathtaking and I ran through everybody else's room, but I had to come back and sit in your room. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I'm just so happy for your success. I'm excited for all that you do and you make it all look easy. 
Um, but I know you're a prayer warrior. No, listen, I, I get it. So before we go, yes. please let the people know where they can find you. So I, um, well, eventually, as Gail mentioned, I will ultimately um, have a grand opening for the office, which right now is slated for September. So we'll, we are in Montclair, New Jersey, and I look forward to having folks stop by and check us out. But for now, I can be reached um, or seen at my website, www.haldeninteriors.com, and also on Instagram, at Halden Interiors. So, which, you know, that's where all the fun happens. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Thank you Thank so you. much for Thank doing you. this for me. I know how busy you are. Oh, I appreciate it. This was great. Uh, this was awesome. And thank you. And thank you and congrats oh. to you on all your success. I mean, this is amazing. This podcast is like, <laughs> got wings. It is flying <laughs> off the shelf. So, oh, no. well, I got a lot of opinions. Yeah, and I got right. a lot I want to share with people. But this is about you. So thank you so Thanks. much. And we're going to interview her after her grand opening. Yay. So there you go. Oh, I would love we'll that. We'll talk about it. Yes. Awesome. All right, party people. Have a great one. Thank you, Keisha. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important. It will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on Design Network Platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.